What's up, everybody? This is Edgar Martin from the Q&E Podcast, just bringing you this message that today's podcast is presented by Podgo. Podgo is the easiest way for you to monetize your podcast. Apply today to become a member and immediately be connected with advertisers that fit your audience. It could be sports, entertainment, or anything else that you feel people might want to listen to. Once again, that's podgo.co, P-O-D-G-O dot C-O, Podgo. You are now listening to the Q&E Podcast. Is this what you want? Huh? Is this what you want? What's up, everybody? You're listening to the Q&E Podcast. You're here with your boy Q Hicks right now. Got Edgar on the other line. Edgar, tell the people what's good. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Q&E Podcast. Today, we are reviewing Falcon and the Winter Soldier, episode four. And the title of this one is The World is Watching. And that title came to fruition around the end of the episode. I honestly love this episode so much. This is definitely the tilting point in the season because uh, I think you said it's like, what, six episodes per season that they're going to do? So this is definitely the climax that we needed. Anti-cap predictions are coming true and to full fruition. I'm loving it. I did love this episode, but something I did not like just to start it off is and obviously in the comics, he ends up meeting up with uh, the power broker to end up getting his powers. I don't like the way he got the super soldier serum. Like he just stumbles upon it. And when uh, after Carly, you know what I'm saying, ends up getting shot or whatever. And after he uh, knocks out Zemo, I don't like how he got the super soldier serum. I would have liked it more in a like, like a power broker, like more like that. But just stumbling upon the shit, I was like, mm, I don't know how much I like that. But I did love this episode, though. But. I think they doing it like that because they're trying to not go so fast with things because the less episodes you have, like you, you can't have few episodes and given a whole bunch of stuff. Like you, you, if you're planning to have like multiple seasons, now, if it's just a one season thing, yeah, put as much in each episode. I don't as think any can. of these, I don't think any of these are going to be two seasons, honestly, because I, I, it wouldn't make sense to me. Like why would we have a captain America or a Falcon and the winter soldier, uh, season two, when it probably will have to be next year after we see movies and movies and movies. And why would they make a Falcon and Winter Soldier 2? It just wouldn't make sense to me. So I feel like all of these shows are only, only going to be one season. And that would make more sense. And just to give us more background on these characters, we really didn't know Bucky like that. We didn't really didn't know Sam. Just give us more background on them and then just move on to the movies. Now we understand them more and to move on. Like, I don't understand like the, the, the two season thing because I've been seeing that around places. But I feel like they have an opportunity, at least with Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I'm not saying they have recorded, but maybe they've recorded a season two or they're in progress recording a season two that could drop either before the end of this year or early into 2022. You know, with WandaVision, yeah, you kind of got to wait until Doctor Strange 2 comes out next year because the way they foreshadowed a lot of that stuff but with this one depending on that on how this season is going to end you could possibly see a season two for this come before a season two of wandavision assuming that there would be a season two and i wanted to see the power broker this episode but i'm i don't know if it's just me but didn't they say they were in latvia this episode latvia uh Wow, where were they this episode? I, I don't think I, I want to say they said they were in Latvia because I think the hotel they were in was in Latvia. Isn't mm-hmm. is Dr. Doom from Latvia? 
No, he's not from there, but I think he was put there at one point. I think I think we could be seeing some sort of connection because Zemo did escape this episode. So yeah. did he escape and go to the power broker? Or is he working with somebody like a Dr. Doom, who I think is from Latvia, Latveria, one of those places? Is he working with somebody like a Dr. Doom? Did he escape and go see Dr. Doom, who we already know has master plans by this point? I, that's something I could be foreshadowing. I don't know if it's Latvia or Latveria. I could be mixing those two up. But I know Dr. Doom is from one of them. I don't think we'd get a Dr. Doom preview or Easter egg until the next Spider-Man comes out at the end of this year. Because I think that Spider-Man, I predicted already, I think that Spider-Man is going to give some type of Fantastic Four Easter egg. Maybe some type of Fantastic Four cameo, in a sense. But I don't think we'd get a Dr. Doom one before Fantastic Four. I think they would want to hint at the superheroes before they hint at the supervillain. But uh, the biggest plot points for this episode were the road to anti-cap begins, like we just said. Carly isn't the bad guy. That was the second one that I feel was the biggest plot point. And the era of the clean hero narrative is gone forever. I We've already said it before how Marvel is really getting into their supervillain bag. While all the villains that we're like seeing from WandaVision and Falcon and the Winter Soldier now with everything wants to come with that. And then we got Loki coming out soon. So we're going to get a lot of um, multiverse and uh, quantum verse type stuff. Like the amount of villains is going to be endless. And the good hero, squeaky clean resume, Captain America, do nothing wrong heroes. That stuff is out the window at this point. And we clearly see that with this episode. Mm-hmm. But one thing I do want to say about the, 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 the flag smashers, I really do not like their their storyline and the plot that they've been given. Either I'm just confused because I feel like their goal is so all over the place. I feel like in the beginning, their goal was something else. And then like the, the goalpost has been moved. I think they gave us a clear picture this episode. But I just feel like it's been all over the place this whole season, bro. And I read it. I'd rather them like push the flag smashers to the side like we got 30 minutes of flag smashers this episode i would rather them like shorten their their screen time and give us more of like sharon like we only got like two clips of sharon this this episode and we seeing sharon in some like underground bunker where she was passing a lot of shit in the, um with like bodyguards and shit i would rather see more information on sharon than the flag smash i'm just not interested in them honestly bro i'm just really not but I love the fact that we got so much of the Flash Smashers this episode because of what you just said on how they're really trying to go in depth and make you understand their movement a lot more. And that was the sole purpose of this episode, I believe. And that's why I put in the plot points that Carly isn't the bad guy. You had to get a more in-depth look at the Flash Smashers and a more in-depth look at Carly because I I have a prediction. I'm going to say it now before we even get to the end of the episode. I have a prediction that Carly... She won't be an Avenger, but I could definitely see her. If she doesn't die, I could definitely see her being an ally of some sort to the Avengers because she, she's already a super soldier. She has the serum. So I don't see her just being a full-blown costume-wearing type person, but she could definitely be an ally in the future. So I feel like that's why they had to go so in-depth with her personally. And her and Sam have uh, have a connection with their families going through similar things and things like that. So I, I wouldn't be surprised if that happened. But I love what they brought up this he- episode talking about the supremacy and being an Avenger and being a super soldier. How it really isn't that different, different, bro. When you have so many powers, 
you are going to be looked at and you have an advantage over everybody else. So you in in theory, you are a supremacist over everybody else. So I love that comparison mm -hmm. that they kept throwing around this episode. And we'll dive deeper in it uh, once we dive into the plot. Uh, but let's go ahead and start the episode off. First scene of the episode, we get a flashback to six years ago when Bucky was the white wolf in Wakanda. This is before Thanos came with the snap and everything. And this is around the time when Steve gave Bucky to Black Panther for them to get the Hydra stuff out of his head. If we see Ayo is testing Bucky's Winter Soldier trigger words and she helped free him from Hydra's programming. And I'm glad they did that because... I always did kind of want to get a little glimpse of how it was for them to free him from that, because at the end of Avengers Infinity War, you see he's in Wakanda and you see he's at peace and everything. And then in game uh, one. No, that was in the Black Panther. My bad. And then you see him in Infinity War. He's already a good guy off rip and everybody trusts him again. So I'm like, damn, how was the deprogramming process? So I'm glad they showed that at least a little bit. One question I have, because I did think Bucky and I could it could still come true that Bucky is going back to Wakanda after everything settles down because I think he will end up becoming the white wolf moving forward. But will they accept Bucky because they did quote unquote betray or he betrayed them by freeing Zemo or letting Zemo get free? So will they accept them back in Wakanda after you free somebody who who killed the king? Like will they be ex as accepting as they would be before? Is a is a question I would have. I think so to a certain extent. I, I don't think they'll just be happy for him to be back. But if he explains himself and he lets them understand, look, it's a necessary evil that we need to use at the moment for the greater good of what we're trying to do. I feel like if he explains that, they know Bucky well enough to know like he's true to his word and stuff like that. So it'll definitely be a high tension situation, but I don't feel like they just won't allow him back in Wakanda or anything like that. Uh, but we get to the next scene where uh, they go back into today's time and Bucky and AO converse and she gives him eight hours to do what they need with Zemo before the door Melaje come for him. And he translate that message to Sam and Zemo once they go, uh, once they link back up with each other. And they find out Carly's GRC bombing is making big headlines. So that was huge to me because they finally seen that. Look, these Flash Smashers, like they're taking real supremacist type of measures to do what they need to do. And Zemo says the only way you can stop her is to kill her. Once you're on that super soldier serum and you have that mindset, of exactly. you want control in that way. You have to kill her. That's the only option. And that's why I would I would push back your theory of them potentially being an ally moving forward because I feel like she would have to get killed or she's going to keep going on this path that she's on right now. Like, And who said it? Lamar Hoskins has said it later in the episode. The serum makes you uh, more of the person that you were before. And I feel like she's somebody who wants to help but wants to help by any means necessary, and that's her personality. So she's going to keep continuing to do this even though everybody's after her, even though she's getting all this attention, she's going to keep doing what she thinks is right and get it. That's drawing all this attention. So I think she would have to get killed. So she's so she would stop it. I feel like if you kill her, like everybody else will kind of disband because she's the leader and she's the one everybody looks at. So if you don't have the head, like you cut off the head to the snake, basically. So I feel like everybody else would just go back to doing their own thing. But the only rebuttal I would have with that is... Like I just said, the era of squeaky clean heroes is out the door with the MCU. 
I feel like any hero that we are going to get now is going to have a dark past or a troubled past or even something currently that they have going on to where you can't fully look at them as a hero sometimes. And I think we're seeing that with Carly because Car what Carly is doing is helping millions of people by giving them hope and giving them aid to a certain extent. But she also is doing stuff, like you said, by any means necessary to a point where it's like you're hurting people along the way. But in your eyes, you feel like you're helping more people than the few people that you're hurting. So I feel like she could be a hero moving into the future, but she's going to be one of those heroes. that's like, hey, I, I had to do some dark shit back in my day when I first got started. You know, it's not easy just saving the day. Sometimes you have to hurt people. Sometimes you have to do shit that isn't really, quote unquote, hero like. So I, I understood her from that perspective. And Sam, we see Sam doesn't even really want to wage war against her because she's like, she's just a kid. Like, yeah, she has a motive. Yeah, she has a plan. But I feel like we could still reach out to her because she's still young as hell at the end of the day. I have, how big is the power broker going to be moving forward? Is the I feel like the power broker will have to lead on even after this show ends. Like, I feel like he's not somebody who's going to be stopped right now because I was just thinking about it. Like, if Carly continues to be her hero, that means Power Broker didn't end up catching up to catching up to her and ended up killing her or whatever. And Sam and Bucky don't end up taking down the Power Broker. So I feel like he would have to continue. So that, hmm. how big of a role do you think the Power Broker could play in this new MCU, though? I feel like he could play a he won't play a huge role because I feel like we're going to see way bigger villains than just super soldier stuff and whatever kind of powers he can sell. I feel like he won't be a top tier villain, but he'll be a common villain that we might see thoroughly moving forward. Because what I've been hearing, a theory floating around is this power broker is the Mandarin and the Mandarin who is from Shai Ching and the Ten Rings. I heard, I heard that, that he could be the power broker and he is the one trying to chase after the, uh, the flag smashers and Carly and things like that. And that would make more sense because since he's not being stopped in this series, that would make more sense moving forward. We got Shang-Chi comes out later this year and then we can dive more into his character then. And I feel like I would like that since we're not going to have enough time this this series. And that was something I was kind of upset with last week. And that's why we, did, why we didn't dive into him because I'm like, if he's not going to make it, into the regular MCU and he's going to be stopped this series. Like we need to flush out his character, learn about his character a little bit, but he's going to be in other, other shows, other movies moving forward. So that would make sense if it was the Mandarin, cause we're going to develop his character moving forward. We don't have to develop him right now. So that would make more sense. So I like, I, that I feel what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. definitely. And uh, we get to the next scene. Carly and the Flat Smashers look fearful as the broadcast of their movement is growing. And they realize they're shaking a lot of ground and they got a lot of governments looking at them now. Damn near the whole world is not on their side for the most part on what's going on. And Sam even, um, I think, I don't know if he said this to Carly or if he said this to Bucky and Zemo later in the episode. But Sam even talked about it on the fact that, look, when everybody blipped out, the people who were left behind, they all came together for once in for once in the history of the world. Everybody was together and everybody was on the same page. Everybody comes back. Boom. Countries are divided again. Boom. Poor people are poor and rich people are rich again. Like the status quo of everything went right back into place. 
So that's why Sam has a soft spot, I guess, for Carly. Mm-hmm. And I'm he's going really through that same situation. He's going right. through that same situation back home with his sister. His sister can't even get loans and shit like that because everybody's coming back and they have stricter restrictions uh, on like loans at the bank and shit. So she's still struggling since everybody has been coming back. So so that makes a lot of sense. But I'm just mad that it took this long for us to actually realize what happened with them. Like it took us to episode four to actually find out what happened with the Flag Smashers. Like that's what yeah. I mean. Like why did it take that long? Like we, y'all could have told us this in episode one or two. Like okay, we was kicked out of the home. This is why we love the blip so much. But y'all wait until episode four until we finally like okay, this is why she's doing this. Okay, the world was like this in the blip, and now she wants to get back to that. Okay, that makes way more sense. But it took episode four. That's why I was so confused the first three episodes. Like, what is their purpose for real? And I feel like their plot was kind of like running stale with me. But it made more sense after watching this episode. That's something I will say. Yeah, I agree. It was kind of running stale with me all the way up until this point. Because if they didn't capture what their true meaning was this episode, I really would have been mad as hell. Because it's like, I still don't fully understand. But now I fully get a scope of what they're trying to do. But my question would be... What are, what are they doing? Because everybody is still going to be back in this. Everybody is back now from the blip. Everybody is back. So what 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 is the plan? I guess is what I'm asking. What is the plan for them? Like, what is your mission? Like, I'll keep going to get medical supplies, medical supplies. It's like, OK, that's cool. But what's the plan to get back to the way it used to be? Like, how do y'all think America is going to become one by stealing medical supplies and blowing up buildings like how is that going to lead to the the America that was before, before the blip? A lot of times the message is all that's really needed. You know, even if the actions that you're doing don't all all the way make sense, you know, the message that you're sending. That's why she's touching so many people, because her message makes sense. Yeah, she's trying. The, yeah, she's trying. She's a symbol of hope. And when you're a symbol of hope. Even if all the actions that you're trying to do don't come to fruition, even if everything you have planned out or don't fully have planned out don't happen, the message that you're giving people can inspire the next person to do the same thing. So even if Carly were to die, yeah, the movement will slow down to a certain extent. She would be a martyr damn near. She would be a martyr, exactly. And then that will push the movement even further. And then I'm pretty sure it wouldn't be too hard to find one person out of millions of people to be on the same type of shit Carly on especially if they already got the serum in them. So she she taking that role of if I got to be a martyr, I will, because the message has gotten to so many people, it's still going to make a change. And then we get to the next scene where Sam, Bucky, and Zemo are asking around about Donia Madani, uh, Mother Donia to the Flag Smashers, and no one wants to speak. Everybody is being real quiet with them. But Zemo gets information on Donia's funeral by bribing some kids with Turkish delight candies. I've always heard that that's a very good candy. I got to try one one day. But um, Sam sees the good in Carly, like we just said. And Zemo, I thought he was on some flaw shit. Not even going to lie to you. Me I too? Was being flaw. I thought he wasn't going to tell him where it was at. And it, but he ended up telling him. And I was like, yeah. that was kind of weird. Like, you're an enemy. And that's why I'm glad he escaped. Because if he didn't escape this episode, I would have kind of been like, like, what is, what is Zemo planning here? But I'm glad he escaped because I'm just like, you're giving everybody this information. Like, you're sticking around a little too long with the with the good guy shit. So I'm glad he escaped in and got, got back to his shit. I, I kind of got why he did that, though, in the beginning. Um, Because it was like, okay, once he explained it in, like, the next scene, he was like, I know y'all just using me. Like, even though we kind of 
clicking just a little bit with what we're doing, I know the mission at the end of the day is just to use me until y'all can't use me no more. So I'm going to withhold as much information as I can and give y'all the little bit y'all want so I can be out for as long as I want. So I'm like, oh, okay, I get what he's doing. He ain't really being flawed. He's just being Zemo. So Yeah. <laughs> and then we get to the next scene where Sam calls Sharon for help, and she agrees, and she tells him that the power broker is mad as hell about Nagel's death. And like you just said, we still not really getting a full look. We don't know what the power broker looks like. We don't really know like where his place is. Yeah, he's in Madripoor, but he's like we just don't know much about him yet. Still, like it's just that ever lying bringing up of his name that's just ringing yeah. a lot of bells with people. Mm. And I'm like, okay, one episode of that was cool where y'all just kept saying his name. But right now, <laughs> yeah. like. Don't say his name unless y'all unless you go. Yeah, that's exactly how I was feeling this episode. Like, okay, y'all still talking about the power broker. Like, y'all did the same thing last episodes. That's why I was so confident we were going to at least see him. And I thought he, that's I thought this episode was going to be the episode where John Walker met up with the power broker. But we yeah. see how that ended up playing out. But I'm like, they're probably going to wait to that like the last episode to give us Mandarin yeah, or whoever is the power broker. <laughs> yeah, before we dive into Shang Chi or whatever, and then we're gonna flesh out his character. So I understand it now. It's making more sense now than before, but I'm just like, bro, y'all keep saying this nigga name like he's going <laughs> to pop up next scene. I'm like, I don't fuck with that shit at all, bro. For real, for real. Because remember with Powerpuff Girls, every time they brought up him, like they show yeah. him. Like, <laughs> yeah. They're not doing that with Power Broker. It's like they keep saying Power Broker. I'm like, he's not coming to the screen. Like, I don't know why they keep yeah. adding his name into, oh, into the screen. <laughs> It's like they keep showing Power Broker, and they show you, and they show you Sharon. So that that's like a damn near identifier. That yeah, I, Sharon I really feel like. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel like we're right with that. We're definitely right with that. Yeah, fingers crossed. <laughs> uh, Carly goes to a graveyard and gets the rest of the serum. She's having doubts though about making more super soldiers, but she tells uh, one of her comrades that she wants to make a change and have a legacy bigger than Cap's shield. Because she's one of those believers that that shield doesn't do anything but represent a false narrative of what America is, a false America of what hope is and everything like that. She's not a believer in the whole Avengers, one united type shit. She's not a believer in that. She's more of a realistic, like, we need a true symbol of hope. So I, I was definitely in agreement with Carly with that because, yeah, the Avengers do like a lot of these governments do. Like, they paint the picture they want you to see. And they hide the stuff that you don't, I guess, like really need to see that exactly. they do to get the job done. You know, so mm -hmm. I, I definitely love that scene. Just like the GRC, the GRC is literally painting over everything, acting like everybody is coming together and all that bullshit. Yeah. When really it's people just like Carly who is kicked out of their homes and homeless and shit and dying because y'all, but y'all painting this narrative like everything all good since the blip. It's like, nah, nigga, I'm finna show y'all like shit ain't good. So it's like, yeah, I understand why she blowing up everything. And then we get to the next scene where John and Lamar meet up with Sam, Bucky, and Zemo. Sam has a plan to try and talk to Carly and really try to have a one-on-one -on -one to see where her head is. And the girl Zemo bribed leads them to the funeral. And this is where John Walker starts getting on that dumb shit. Bro, he popped to... up out of nowhere. This nigga, just, also, uh, him and Lamar just on the scene and shit. Like, okay. It, it, wasn't, <laughs> it wasn't even the fact that he popped up. I'm like, okay, you popping up because you're trying to be involved in saving the day. So, okay, pop up. But he's trying to take charge. He don't even fully know what's going on. He's just like, hey, I'm Captain America, and I'm here now, bitch. Like, I'm, I'm in charge. I'm like, no, bro. Steve, this is why you're with, you will never be Steve. 
Steve don't do that. Steve pop up and he take charge when he feel it's absolutely necessary. What Steve would have done in that situation, he would have got there. He would have been like, okay, y'all lead the way, inform me on what's going on so I know how to move. And then if he sees shit going left, they like, okay, bitch, move. I'm Captain America. I got this. You can't just walk up and just be like, everybody got to listen to what I say, even though I have no idea what's going on. He was pissing me off. That nigga was so worried about Zemo. And she's like, my nigga, Zemo helping us right exactly. now, my nigga. We trying, we trying to get to the real people that's really blowing up shit right now. Not worrying about Zemo. Zemo chilling right now. I mean, exactly. This nigga was getting on my... This nigga, bro. That's this like, nigga you needs to die. Oh. <laughs> I'm like, this you don't even know what's die, going bro. on, bro. Bro, that shit crazy. <laughs> but I want to talk about that, 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 that last scene, bro. I ain't even going to talk about the last scene. Just that, that last photo shot. When when he he ended up killing old boy, you know what I'm saying, stabbing him with the, the shield or whatever. When they had the blood on the shield, and he was looking like, oh my god, that was probably one of my favorite like oh, captured yeah. moments ever, bro. In the MCU, that shit just looked so fire, and everybody just looking like, what the fuck going on? That's like, oh shit, I don't know. I, I kind of fucking started fucking with John Walker a little a little more after that. Started but fucking with a little more after that. That's why I put that on the plot point, bro. Like he ruined, he's low key. He's going to ruin the the legacy of Captain America. Like exactly. the blood, the blood on the shield. Yeah, you're you're ruining the legacy, my guy. You're ruining the legacy. And this is why Sam didn't want the shield. That's why a lot of people don't understand it. When you have a clear example, why people shouldn't have the shield, or why should have just died with Captain America. No, Sam wouldn't have been doing no stupid shit like John Walker, but you don't want to ruin the legacy of what Cap already did for America, bro. Just let that die. And then somebody has said something on Instagram, and he made a very good point, bro. Made a very good point. Um, it was the, from the Savory Podcast. Shout out, to, shout out to my bros over there. But they had said, because we had said last week that we think uh, Sam is going to be the person to take the shield. And bro from the Savory Podcast that ended up saying he thinks – it's going to be shared between Bucky and Sam. It's not going to be a yeah. true Captain America. It's going to be shared between the two. And I was like, that makes so much sense, bro. Because in the trailer, both of them are throwing the shield back and forth and shit. So I'm like, damn, my nigga, that makes so much sense. They share the shield I can see and only that. use it, only use it when they need it. So shout out to my bros from the Savory Podcast. They brought that shit up, and I was like, y'all made a very good point with that. And I think that's what's gonna happen. I could definitely see that. Definitely, honestly, shit. You can make a whole nother shield to be honest. Well, not make a whole nother shield. I repaint that bitch. That way it ain't the same logo. <laughs> that, <laughs> that, that, way, that way I could be like, okay, it's a shield, but I tricked it out and made a difference. So it's not the same symbol. So you can't say I'm on the same shit. See? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that, that's that's probably why I that's probably why I don't have the shield. <laughs> <laughs> For real. Gotta keep that shit with America. All right. Uh, but we get to the next scene where Donna's Donya's funeral takes place, and Carly's voice is reaching everyone, and she notices that everybody is starting to follow the mission that she's giving and going under the uh, cape of hope that she's providing for everybody. And her and Sam, after the funeral, finally meet up, and they almost come to a conclusion. They have a real heart-to-heart -heart talk, like you just said. Like, he's letting her know, look, I'm facing the same type of shit with my sister. Like, you're not alone. It's just the way you're going about getting your um point across is just wrong. Like, you're not wrong in what you're trying to do, but you're just doing it in the wrong way. And 
they almost get some shit accomplished. But John Walker, dumbass, just tries <laughs> to be a hero. <laughs> Just like always, bro. Like, and, and I'm, I'm so like, mad bro. that nigga Bucky let him through, bro. Bucky let that nigga through so easy. He was like, "Do you really want Sam's uh blood on your hands?" Like, bro, Sam can take care of himself, my nigga. Sam is not about to die at the hands of a of a super soldier in Carly, my nigga. He's been a counselor. He's been in these type of positions. Trust in Sam. I hate the fact that that nigga just let that nigga John Walker walk in. I was just like, "Come on, come on, Bucky." You know, but on one hand, I, I do kind of understand why Bucky kind of did just let him go in because Bucky is already dealing with the trauma of all the innocent people he literally did kill or let get killed. So it's like, yeah, Sam can take care of himself, but what if? What if that slight probability that Carly does kill him and I could have stopped it by letting John go up there? I feel like that's why Bucky had that brief moment where he was like, all right, fuck it, go up there. Like, I, I don't want nothing to happen to Sam. They don't like each other on a friendship level, but they respect each other and like each other enough to want each other to stay alive and be able to work with each other. And I think that's why Bucky wanted him to be safe. Still some dumbass shit by John Walker, though. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and we see the plan is ruined. And uh, Zemo catches her, and Zemo really surprised me with this shit. Zemo destroys the serum. Zemo is actually. Oh, you talking about that surprised you? Yeah, he wasn't trying to take any of it. I'm thinking Zemo probably gonna take one. Cause when I see him stepping on him, I'm like, he probably finna take one. He's trying to smash all these shits. He don't and want super we... soldiers. Yeah, he don't want super soldiers or Avengers. No, but so like, yeah. but it's like it. That was just so unzemo ish of him. I'm like, I'm thinking he probably gonna take it and try to do something. I'm thinking he finna do some type of evil shit to make us all remember that he's Zemo. But he was really on some no on some good guy shit trying to destroy yeah. all the serum and end that shit. I that surprised me. I don't know about you, but that surprised me. But then John Walker, some more dumb shit, knocks Zemo out with the shield, and he sees one vial left, and he takes that vial for himself. I thought he was gonna take two because I thought Lamar and John were probably gonna take the serum, but he only took one. Uh, so yeah, that. That um shocked me. That didn't shock me because I I knew he was eventually gonna become a super soldier. But it shocked me like how it did with you. I didn't expect it to just happen that way. Yeah, the the part about the part about him stepping on the, the super soldier serum didn't surprise me at all because we we've already seen that this nigga Zemo don't don't give a fuck about super soldiers at all. So he doesn't want to create any more of them. So he wants to step on as much serum as possible. So I thought you were talking about when he actually shot Carly. I thought you thought. That was surprising. I was just like, ah, uh, that ain't surprising. Cause I, that was something else that I was hearing that that Zemo could have possibly been working with with Carly. That was another theory that I could have been seeing. But we see that that shit is well, that shit went all the way out the window. Mm -hmm. But that that shit kind of surprised me in the moment because I was hearing those theories last week. But I was just like, okay, that makes sense. But like, yeah, I just didn't like the fact that how he got the Super Soldier Serum, John Walker. That that was it about that scene. And uh, we noticed that the power broker texts Carly after all of that happened, and he threatens to kill her. He's still headhunting her, trying to figure out where she at. And one of Carly's comrades tell her, like, look, we can't fight two wars. We can't fight against the power broker and try to fight against the Avengers and the GRC and everything. But Carly is really hell-bent now on wanting to kill Captain America. Like, not only does she want to ruin the legacy of that shield will expose the legacy of that shield but she wants to actually kill him and make an example out of him and let him know look y'all don't need to look up to this guy because 
he represents this, this, and this. But she's tapping into that supremacist stuff that Sam was trying to tell her. That's the road you're heading down. Your heart is in the right place. But yeah. the actions that you're displaying, you're giving me real supremacist vibes. He had like, to call her ass. Yeah, call, he had called her ass and like in a call. I forgot what she ended up yeah. saying. But he was like, damn, you sound like a she's like, no, you made you trick me. You made me say those words. Like, you're no, like, my nigga, nah, that's how I you really feel. <laughs> yeah, my nigga. That's how you really feel, my nigga. You really are supremacist. Like, like I said before, once you get that super soldier serum in your blood. My nigga, your mind goes everywhere. You feel like you're you're the omnipowerful at that point. And because she's starting was, to feel that way. He was just tallying up everything she was doing. He was like, so you're still in Super Soldier Serum. You're killing innocent people. And she cut him off. She was like, those were just, um, those civilians were just casualties of war. If I have to wipe you out in the process of what I'm trying to do. He was like, oh. Yeah, you really sounded like <laughs> and she was like, No, you no, you tricked me. He was like, I ain't even say shit. You the one who yeah. said that. Once you yeah, start talking about that, that casualty of war shit for innocent people, I know what you want at that point. I know what you want. Yeah. Yeah, I already knew what she was on, bro. That's why when Lamar said that shit, power makes a person more of themselves. You you can look at Carly, bro. And it was, and that shit goes hand in hand with that supremacy shit, bro. Y'all niggas will do whatever to get what y'all want, my nigga. Y'all get that super soldier shit running through y'all blood. It's hey, you don't know what a nigga can do at that point, bro. You're gonna feel like you're uh the powerful over everybody else. And that's why Zemo said earlier in the episode, he was like, We we have to kill her because you you're just you're never getting another Steve Rogers because Bucky said. Well, not all super soldiers oh, are bad. I'm glad what about you Steve? Said that. I'm glad yeah, he was you like, said we, that. He was like, how often do you get a Steve Rogers? Like, really? Come on now. There's never been one since him, and there, there's never been a quote-unquote super soldier before him. He was literally the perfect soldier, and you're not getting that twice. And then we get to the next scene where Sam, Bucky, and Zemo recap what happened. And Bucky is suspicious of John, and he peeped everything just like how we did, how... John is really giving us vibes that he really not just trying to take over on his own. Like he's giving vibes that he might want to take the serum. And I think Bucky was peeping that. So that was interesting to see. And we finally what, see what, the what was this? What was this? That was right after the um after uh he knocked Zemo out and took the vial. That's when they all met up. And he looked like, at literally you said and Bucky looked at right him like what? Happened. You said Bucky looked but, at him like what? Bucky had told Sam and Zemo, he was like, something's up with John. He was he was telling them like how suspicious he was, how John was acting. It's like he's not acting like a hero anymore. Like he's acting like he, he was giving villain vibes. That's what Bucky was basically telling them. Like he's he's not acting like how he was when we first met him. He doesn't have that I'm trying to be a hero type attitude anymore. Uh they come for Zemo, but they end up fighting everybody else because everybody else is trying to let them know, look, we need Zemo for what the fuck we're trying to do. And mm -hmm. Zemo slips out in a bathroom hideaway that he knew was there the whole time. I was wondering why he was so confident in the spot that they picked, but they got secret getaway traps that I'm not surprised about anymore. Uh, and I didn't know. Well, it's not that I didn't know. It's just I didn't expect to see this. The Dora Milaje know how to take Bucky's arm off. And that, that's crazy. That's that crazy. Was crazy. That yeah. was probably my favorite part of the whole episode because I'm like, oh, shit. Like, because she kept like stabbing him in the arm and i'm like like y'all know that's metal like why are you trying to stab the arm and then she got it that one last time and that bitch it, it just fell off i'm like oh <laughs> shit i'm like whoa i'm like what the hell is sam like did you know they could do that shit and he's like hell no nah, they could take my shit off like that 
They probably got bro, even more secrets, my nigga. Even more secrets. Bro, I man, love man. the Dora Milaje. The Dora Milaje is, boy. Sam, Sam even told John Walker before he started fighting. He was like, look, you got a better chance fighting Bucky or, or one of them super soldiers before you fight the Dora Milaje because they know some shit. They'll get your ass. And I'm like, yo, go ahead. Get your ass kicked, boy. But we, <laughs> that, speaking of John, that's when John realizes he is a bitch and he wants to take the serum. <laughs> Cause he got. Like said, they weren't even. They weren't even super soldiers. They weren't even. He was like, they weren't even super soldiers. <laughs> I just got my ass handed to me, bro. Like, I gotta take this shit. <laughs> yeah. Crazy, crazy, crazy. Bitch ass John, boy. That's your name now. And John and Lamar talk after the fight, and they're talking about how different their war lives would have been if they had the super soldier serum, like they start reminiscing on how many lives they probably could have saved, how much good they could have done. And Lamar tells John, hell yeah, I would have took the serum. Like if they offered it to me and I'm like, damn, is John thinking like, damn, I probably should have grabbed two vials. You know what I'm saying? And we see in the end how he really regrets not grabbing two because of what yeah. happens to Lamar. And I'm glad that they 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 touched on their their war lives because I was always somebody who questioned like was, is John really like that for real like is John really that type of nigga I was like because he always getting his ass beat and shit like that I'm like is he really that type of nigga is he really cold in war style combat uh, I was like I don't know and they was like he only got those medals of honor because you know what I'm saying he just survived basically like he didn't do no hero shit I'm like mm, so he really ain't that type of nigga you know what I'm saying like like a Captain America uh, stand in you would think he is i was like mm. but i was interested i i knew he was i knew he was like that because he passed all the physical tests he was the only one that passed all the physical tests for trying to find the new captain america he was the only one that knew how to handle the shield correctly like they even said in the first episode well the second episode they said mit did a test on his body and his body was the most like acceptable to the training that they were doing so i'm like okay john can do some shit it's just you fighting people that's way stronger than you now so you just look like you ain't on no shit but i'm like yeah john john can do the shit it's just your bitch boy can't take that bitch at you i don't care how big <laughs> he is and uh like the quote you said earlier lamar tells him power only makes a person more of themselves so Lamar was telling him, look, I ain't worried about if the serum was going to change who I was or whatever. It was just going to make me more of whoever I already was. And John is looking like, well, who am I? Like, you get that look on John's face like, well, damn, who am I then, bitch? <laughs> we all know, yeah, I was about to say, we all know who he is. We all know who that nigga is, whole-ass nigga. We already knew. He's like, he was like, am I, am I Captain America or am I Carly? Nah, nigga, you a bitch, my nigga. You outside of all of them niggas. <laughs> you don't stand for shit, nigga. <laughs> you a rich-ass nigga for real. So I was like, yeah. I already see how this shit finna go. <laughs> and then we get to the next scene. Carly calls Sarah about Sam. And she gives her the coordinates to have Sam meet up with her. And she threatens their family if she does not cooperate. And I'm like, yup. That um failed attempt that Sam had, that, that low-key probably was the last bit of hope that he had of reaching her on a actual, you know, heart-to-heart level because she's going to go in full supremacist mode now. She don't care. So that was um interesting to see. I I was like, could she be going villain mode? But I'm like, no, nah, I still got faith in Carly. I feel like Carly still can turn good. I still felt like she wanted to talk to, to Sam even in that last scene, but Bucky had came, and then they ended up getting... 
uh, that information about John Walker getting caught up in that building over there with Lamar. So I'm like, they had to leave quick. I felt like she still wanted to have a conversation with him and just pick up where they left off with the conversation uh, at the funeral or whatever. I feel like she still like actually wanted to talk to him. I still, I still feel like she's she's capable of being talked to and talked down out of what she's doing. Definitely. Definitely. And we get around to the end of the episode. Um, Sam and Carly finally meet up again, like you just said. This time, Bucky is there. And Lamar and John are looking for Carly. And Lamar gets captured. Everyone's fighting super, soldier, uh, super soldiers. And while John is getting his ass kicked, this is the final straw. He said, fuck it. I got to take this serum. And he takes the serum. And he's finally, I guess you could say. He took the serum mid-fight? Captain America. Yeah, I, I'm guessing some shit. They did a cutaway scene it, when they did I a cutaway scene. No, nah, he was getting beat up at first because that's remember when the dude tried to punch him and like he took that bar and wrapped it around his arm and threw him and the dude was like, oh shit. Because he's like, oh shit, you, nah, you stronger than you was a little sign. bit ago. That wasn't the what first sign. That wasn't the first sign. He because he never got punched before. Like he was getting his ass punched or whatever. Then he threw the shield, and that was the sign that he or he took the serum when he threw the shield into the wall, and the wall was like damn near busted up. That was like the sign, like oh he got the serum, and then he ended up taking the shield out, and somebody else tried to punch him, and then we get a cutaway scene of him like beating somebody ass, and he kicked him down the stairs, and then that's when we get the bed. But when he threw the shield through the wall, that was supposed to be the sign of him like taking the serum, or oh, he took the serum type shit. I didn't take that as the sign because the shield vibranium, the shield gonna break the wall if you throw he didn't a take the enough. He didn't take the he didn't take the serum mid fight. That wouldn't even make sense. Like it, it's not it don't work that quick, now. Do it. Like do you got like did he have like a needle just ready for this shit? Like like, like the probably, serum was taken. You could probably <laughs> drink the shit. You could probably drink the shit. That's why I say he probably took it. He had to take a mid fight, bro, because the shield is vibranium. When he threw the shield and it broke into the wall, I wasn't shocked to see the shield break into the wall because it's made of vibranium. If you throw that bitch hard enough, it's gonna break through whatever you throw it at. So he that th- wasn't the sign. Like for me. Captain America, Captain America is the only person. No, you're not throwing a shield through a wall like that. It's vibranium. Yeah, I- nah, bro. It's you the that strongest was, that was, metal. That was, the sign. that was the sign. He took the serum, bro. That was the sign. I ain't take that, that. That was the that was the sign I got. I was like, oh, that's when he took it, and that's when we got dude got, getting kicked down the stairs or whatever. I was like, oh, okay, so he took it before they even walked in. I took I took the sign when dude tried to punch him and he wrapped that bar around him and bent bent the metal bar and shit. And the dude that was, was this like, was oh, after shit. what I'm talking about. This is what after what I'm talking about. No, I'm, I'm that was after, but I'm saying I feel like that was the sign that oh shit he took the serum. I ain't take him throwing the shield into the wall as the sign of him taking the serum. I took the sign when the dude was like, oh, shit, and he got flung across or whatever. I took that as the and, and 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 that was another question that I had. I was like, why did a Flag Smasher stop fighting John Walker after he threw the shield? Because they would be, they was punching him or whatever, then he threw the shield, boom. And then they stopped fighting him. And he was just like looking around and shit. And because he ended up walking because he threw the shield? He threw the I'm shield, like, just... but he threw the shield, but he threw the shield because he was getting his ass kicked. And then dude, yeah. like, it was dark where they was, so it's like you could do a sneak attack. Like, after dude threw the shield, you ain't got the shield on you. So it's like, I could do a sneak attack now and hit you with a kill move, but he grabbed the shield at the right time. That's why I'm like, I don't feel like that scene was where we realized. Because when I was watching that scene, I'm like, when is he going to take the serum? Like, even after the shield hit the wall and everything, I'm like, when are you gonna take the serum? That's why, that's why I'm asking you. He didn't take he didn't take the serum then. He took it before then. 
That's why I'm telling you, he, he couldn't have t- he couldn't have he couldn't have taken it mid fight when he when they, he throws the, he throws the shield and then he's looking around like what the hell going on and he walks up and gets the shield like when he, when did he take the serum and how the hell the serum worked that fast during the like cutaway he, that serum taking a second <laughs> during the cutaway during the cutaway is when he took the serum and then that's why the, when it, when we see them in literally the next scene that's why dude was like oh shit like you look way you you fighting me way different now from a couple minutes ago when I was just kicking your ass. Now you bending giant ass metal bars and shit. That's why dude was like, oh shit. So I don't know. I feel like that was the part. Mm. Who I knows? Like- I, I feel like he took it during the cutaway. He he drunk it. He had to put it in the system. And uh Carly kills Lamar, which uh hit me pretty hard. I was very upset about that. Um <laughs> only black yeah, That shit was crazy. Only- that shit, yeah, that shit was crazy too, bro. Cause Obviously, she didn't mean to do that shit. She was just trying to get niggas off him, but it was just like, damn, that 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 one kick killed that nigga. Like this nigga was a warrior, my nigga. So that for that one kick to kill him, like, that shit was definitely surprising to me because I thought he was gonna be around for a little minute to be John's sidekick. But man, well, it was, wasn't just it, the kick; it was the kick plus you flew into a, a into giant shit. Speed, a cement yeah. pillar. So it's like, yeah, yo. Your lungs and your ribs, yeah, that shit done, my nigga. <laughs> you did, <Yeah. laughs> definitely did. I was very hurt about that. He's not but, the only black character, that. but the only black protagonist. So he definitely, he definitely needed that though, because that was the only reason. Like, uh, my boy John was like actually going to turn into like this full fledged villain. He had to see uh, Lamar get killed to actually turn into the villain. So that's why he was definitely. like, "Oh yeah, now I'm finna, I'm finna go crazy on y'all niggas." And it's funny after he jumped out of the window. He looked like the real Captain America the way he landed this shit. I was like, oh, this nigga finna get to it. He finna get mm-hmm. to it. And he chased my boy down. I don't know why the fuck he chased him down and not Carly down or whatever. But I was like, okay, do what you want to do. But yeah, he because chased him down. And- I think Carly got away in just enough time. So he was trying to catch whoever he could catch at that point and just trying to figure out what the hell she was. So, Mm-mm-mm. And then we get to the final moments of the episode. Uh, took that shield, that symbol of American hope. And just kill the Flash Smasher on camera, stabbing him, mo- impaling him multiple times with the shield on camera in front of everybody for everybody to see, for the whole world to see now. And like Quincy just said, the still picture of him with the blood dripping off of the shield. No more squeaky clean heroes, my guy. Your your um your application will definitely be reviewed now. So, <laughs> <laughs> but I but I think with this scene and. Like what moving forward, what we're gonna get when when it when 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 looking back at the Captain America when everybody was recording him, everybody was seeing him did do what he did to uh to the to the flag smasher. I think people will be split on like some people will like this new Captain America, like damn, I like the way he goes about things, like he gets shit done. You feel what I'm saying? And some people will obviously hate it, like damn, like the old Captain America when they did this, this, that, and the third. And it's the same way a lot of people view the flag smashers. A lot of people don't like the way they're going about. Uh, trying to get the medical supplies and trying to get back to what it how it was before the blip, but it's a lot of people that also like what the flag sm- smashers are doing. So it's like a balancing thing. Some people love you, some people hate you, but it's like it's going to be a balance. So not everybody is going to hate John Walker for what he did. So I don't think it's going to be like a damn John Walker, like you are you a full fledged villain now. It's like no, some people gonna like that. Some people gonna like the new Captain America being like that now. So I feel like it'll be more people who don't like it as opposed to the few who will. Because I feel like most people 
look up to Captain America because one of the Flash Smashers told Carly, the, the Flash Smasher that was with her at the um, graveyard when she got to see That was him, the one he killed. Yeah, he was like, hey, like, mm. I used to look up to Captain America low-key. Like, when I was a kid, like, that's that was one mm-hmm. of my favorite superheroes. That's who I looked up to. So he was like, even though my perspective has changed on that now, I understand why so many people look up to him the way they do because the narrative that they're looking at is the same narrative I used to look at of him before my perspective changed. But it's like, I don't know. I feel like more people are going to dislike this than they are going to like, especially in America. In America, he he might as well not even go back because <laughs> they're going to ban him from the United States, I feel, at this point. I feel like, I really feel like it's going to be split. Some people, like I said, will hate him, but other people be like, he did what he had to do. Like, those are the enemies. Those are the people, because those are the people that are really destroying communities, bro. Destroying buildings, destroying innocent people uh, inside of buildings. Like, they're going to see that as like, oh, the Flag Smashers are doing that. He just killed a Flag a flag Smasher, the people that are destroying our community and shit like that. So they're going to be like, oh, that's why he did it. So it's going to be a reason behind what he did. He just didn't kill him to kill him. They don't know anything about Lamar and his killing. They just think he's killing him because what the flag smashers have been doing to the whole community or whatever, to like GRC's buildings and like killing uh, innocent people. That's all they see. They don't know about the Lamar thing. So that's how everybody's going to be looking at it like, oh, that's why he did it. He doing this for but, America or he doing this for the people around. But another thing, Captain America, similar to Batman, Captain America don't kill people, bro. Like that's the one thing that Captain America just never did. Like, and a lot of nobody said this ain't, really this ain't the old cap though. This ain't the old cap. But so you, you can't but say you this, shield, he can't kill. But you, but you have can't say shield. he can't kill. Nobody, but nobody told, but nobody told Captain America he couldn't kill. That was just his moral. Everybody morals aren't the same. No, but I'm saying if you're going to take the mantle of being the next cap, they're going to expect you to go with the morals of being that hero. If you're I don't the next agree with that, that. if I you're the next Batman, that. if you're the next Batman, and the original Batman wasn't out here killing people. Like, don't be the new Batman and you out you out here killing it. Like, you're not the new Batman That's at a, that point. You're your own. I'm gonna talk about hero. this. I'm gonna talk about this because it, the old Batman, the old Batman, he never killed people and shit like that. But in this new rendition, uh, in this new rendition of Batman with Robert Pattinson, he is going to be actually killing folks. So just because you're a different Batman doesn't mean you have to have the same moral code as somebody else. The thing about Batman and like the Night Wings and like the Batmans in the future, they were like raised and brought up by Batman, so they ended up learning the moral code as they as they came up. But John Walker wasn't under uh, Captain America's wings. Like, he has his own moral code, and he's been in the war where, like, killing was, like, a thing, bro. Like, we had to kill to survive. So I feel like that moral code and, and Captain America moral code are different. If you're not raised up under that moral code, you're not going to have the same moral code as the old Cap. And that's the same thing with the Batmans as well. But that's why America isn't going to like this, bro. That's why they're not going to like this footage. Because, yes, like, you were in the military. Yes, you were put in situations where it was kill or be killed. But once you get that shield, you have to live under the um, under the expectations of that shield. Like, that. that's why the government picked John Walker. Because they felt he was the person that could embody what Captain but America But nobody was. told him he couldn't kill. Nobody told him you, he you know kill that him, though, or bro. You had, like, or you, you had to be that. just like him. Nobody told him you had to be just like the Steve Rogers. Nobody that's told what the government him that. damn it did. You're the figurehead. They, they, you're they the figurehead. They, they're giving you that because, expectation. Just because they give you the shield does not mean you have to be Steve Rogers. It just means you're the face. It doesn't mean you have to go about things like Steve, but you are the face of America, though. So it doesn't mean you're gonna have to kill. If that's your thing, you do what you have to do. You don't have to be exactly like Steve Rogers. 
But if you're the face, they're expecting you to not kill. Like you, you can't be the face and you out here just killing. Like because how's that going to look to the kids that are looking up to you, like and reading your comic books and stuff like that? If they're if they're finding out on the news, like whoa, mom, dad, Captain America. I've I just seen Captain America kill somebody, like literally kill somebody. Like yes. that's not what that's not what the shield represents. That's not what. But Captain who America did he represents. kill? You're, who did he kill? He killed a flag smasher, but who Captain killed America, other people? Who killed but other America, people? Captain America that we knew and loved before this new guy, he wasn't you can't doing that. The Captain the America, though, bro. He would capture the villain, he would beat up the villain and like put the villain in jail, but that was it. That's what Captain America was. He was the he was the quote unquote perfect solution. Like he was literally the perfect soldier. So it's like you have to live up to that. Now, I'm not saying that's right. I'm just saying that's what the government and America is going to look at him like, like you can't be Captain America. Like, no, this is not what Captain America is. And that's what the government going to tell him. And that's what everybody watching going to tell him. Like, this is not our Captain America. This is not the symbol that we're used to seeing, blah, blah, blah. Like it, the optics matter, bro. That's what I'm telling you. The optics matter. I don't, I don't agree. Cause like I said, people will understand what he did because the flag smashers just killed 11 people in a building. They're going to be like, okay, we understand why he did what he had to do. We understand it because if he would have got away, he would have just killed more people. Like, we understand what he did. I'm telling you, people are going to be split. People will hate him, be like, damn, you ain't the old cap. Other people are like, oh, we understand why he did what he did. And that's why I compared it to the Flag Smashers. The Flag Smashers have a lot of people saying, you can't do it like this. We understand your reasoning, but you can't do it like this. And there's other people like, I like the way they're going about it. They're getting shit done by any means necessary. That's why I compared the two. And it just makes sense. Just because you're a Captain America... It doesn't mean you have to be exactly the same. They gave him that to be the symbol. So we're just going to have to agree to disagree. So that's fine. But I just think it's going to be people split on it, on the issue, and not like everybody on one way or another. Hey, I'm glad. I'm glad they got a lot of um, people to agree to disagree on this shit. I mean, they're doing their job right. <laughs> facts, facts, facts. Definitely doing their job right. All right. Uh, what's your expectations for next episode, though? Uh, expectations for next episode, bro. Mm. What is going to happen with John Walker, bro? Is that going to be? Is this when we're going to see the fight between the two? Are we going to see the fight of Bucky and? Because I feel like in episode six, that's when they're going to be back at home and they're going to have the shield by then. I feel like by episode six they're going to have the shield. So I feel like in episode five they will beat John Walker ass, maybe kill him, or maybe just throw him in jail and then they get the shield back. But I think that that happens this uh episode five. Hmm. We get more information on Sharon. We get more information on Sharon. We dive into like what that what that scene was and what that operation was that she was that she was involved with. Because I feel like we just seen it, but they didn't explain what it was. So I want to uh, see that as well. But uh, I think that's it. Oh, Zemo. Oh, yeah. Got to think of Zemo. Where's Zemo at? I think Zemo is going to see the power broker. I predict that the Dormelage will still capture Zemo and bring him to Wakanda. I'm not sure what's going to happen, but Zemo is definitely going to have to get taken to Wakanda um, next episode. Uh, two. Mm, uh, what else? I think. Uh, mm, I, I do think I, I agree with you. We'll get a more in-depth look on Sharon and we're going to find out if Sharon is either working with the power broker or against them we'll we'll find out the answer to that question next episode and three mm, yeah john walker is going to break off from the grc and he's going to be doing his own thing as anti-cap at this point 
Yes, sir. You got anything else, bro? Uh, no, nah, that's it. I love this episode. This is my favorite episode of the season. Yeah, it, def- it definitely was. It keeps getting better and better, so I definitely want to congratulate the show, man. It's definitely been going up since the beginning. Still some plot holes. I won't say it's perfect, but it's definitely a good show, though. Definitely a good show. You can hit it with the social media. All right. You can follow us on Twitter at QEPodcast1. You can follow us on Instagram at Q-A-N-D-E Podcast. You can follow and like our Facebook page. Don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel. Click the notification bell so you can see anytime that we drop new episodes. Our email Q-A-N-D-E podcast at gmail.com for any business inquiries, questions, or concerns. Yes, and subscribe to our YouTube channel at Q-A-N-D-E podcast. Subscribe to all of our podcast platforms. We're on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. And we're also everywhere else as well. So wherever you listen to podcasts, definitely subscribe to wherever you listen to podcasts. Uh, subscribe to my YouTube. Just type in Quincy Hicks.